Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Access Hollywood. Today, uh, we have a couple of really awesome guests, and we're going to start off a little bit different than normal uh, since we have uh, a little bit of car trouble getting here for Rob Holland. Uh, we will start directly with our guest, Stephen Sadler. Welcome Hi. to the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, for sure. Uh, we met... About six months probably ago now. Yeah, just be. I think right before the beginning before of the summer. summer right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had a lot of fun during. Had a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> concerts and all kinds of jazz. Uh, definitely had a, had a blast. But I, I've been so inspired and, and tried to keep up on everything happening uh, with you. You have a, a lot of uh, a lot of sticks in the fire, so to speak. So I would love to uh, to get caught up. And I think Rob is here. So let's bring in Rob. <laughs> i'm good there we go here here here's rob so i'm gonna wait till he gets a headset on so that we can uh officially cover uh where we're at with this can you hear me uh number four now i can number four Hello? yes indeed here we go so, uh, Stephen, uh, why don't you get us caught up on uh, a couple of the things that you have going on? Well, try it again. Now? Yeah, there yep. we go. There okay, we go. good. Yeah, I, I thought if I can't hear it in my headphones, <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah. So, no, as, uh, the, as uh, the last time that, I, that we talked, I mean, mm -hmm. I was in the process of uh, launching a new piece of technology. Mm -hmm. um, that technology um, is in the beta phase right now. And um, we're supposed to be launching it 2020. So, kind of a cool. Love the date. Love the yep. date. Yeah. Everybody, now you have that burnt into your head. There's no way you're gonna forget it. <laughs> yeah, January 20, 2020. But uh, but it's been a long time coming. Um, it's based off a bunch of uh, pieces of technology that I built over the years. Uh, and who did you originally build those for? Uh, originally, uh, some of the technology was built actually to market uh, many movies. Uh, we did about 50 movies for Disney, uh, 10 movies for DreamWorks. We did a movie, we did relative, uh, Limitless for Relativity Media. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was used uh, to do- They did all right, too. They did, yeah. <laughs> we had a pretty good track record with that. And, yeah. and believe it or not, um, Disney really did not do a very good job at digital marketing mm -hmm. prior to me running into them back in around 2011. You think, yeah. how can Disney not know that? But it wasn't just Disney. A lot of the companies mm -hmm. did not understand tech. They did not understand how distribution was going to change so drastically. So fast. And, so fast and, and get into digital. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that I was at the right spit, you know, right place at the right time with the right people. Yeah. And um, so anyways, we, uh, we used the one piece of technology called Buzz FM, which mm -hmm. was the FM not standing for frequency mm -hmm. modulation, but frequency marketing. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we actually applied for patents with that, and we were doing some e-learning stuff at the same time, which we also got patents on. Mm -hmm. And then over the, the last five or six years, uh, with the change and everything that's happening, we actually took a lot of those ideas and we kind of uh, condensed them and, and really came up with a, a simplified workflow. And now with the rise of influencer marketing being mm -hmm. so big, this system is absolutely amazing. Wow. Yeah. And... Um, it's intensified digital is what it's called right now. It might end up being intensified social. We're kind of yeah. going back and forth with the name, so that's not totally solid yet, but it will be, obviously, by 2020. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, but it, it's going to be a very interesting uh, system for managing uh, social and digital 
but it also is going to be a marketplace for influencers to be able to, you know, help, you know, move, move products, services, yeah. movies, you name it. Wow. Yeah, no, it's really inspiring just uh, listening to this because, uh, you know, I feel like I didn't know anywhere near enough about this. I'm, 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 a, I'm a hustler, so uh, when it comes to our trailers and everything else, people are like, how'd you get so many uh, views? We had, you know, anywhere from fifty to 300,000, <laughs> and that's nothing compared to uh, the big boys and, and, and what they're doing. And, and to figure out these systems and the algorithms and everything else that plays into this, um, and having systems in place for it. it's going to be really exciting, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, I definitely want you to, to help be one of the pilots as we yeah. roll this thing out, too. I mean, obviously, you guys are doing some great stuff all out of Orion here, which is amazing, yeah. right? That is wild, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It <laughs> yeah, is. we're neighbors almost. And we're neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've been in this area. And both love Thai food. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been in this area for 20 years because I moved mm. from Canada. But uh, it's kind of like everything is developing around me now, and it's like I don't have to go you know, fly to Hollywood anymore. I mean, yeah. it's starting to happen around here. And you obviously know my daughters and that. Yeah. They, they're into entertainment too. So um, it, it's just kind of building around me, which is great. Yeah, her, uh, his daughter, uh, it, it, she look, it looks, I feel like uh, I, I, every time I see her, I feel like it's, it's, it's a little bit of classic Hollywood beauty. Uh, and, uh, and she has that, not Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland factor about her which i really really dig and and she she owns that in like every picture it's so cool yeah it was it was it was funny because uh she started acting when she was uh, very young actually both my daughters did in the mm-hmm. church just uh at gcc down yeah. the road on baldwin and um and then we got them um you know acting in plays at uh pontiac theater four yeah. and the starlight theater and she actually um she was uh, Alice actually got the lead role as Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And then after that, she started doing the Disney princess things. And so she was kind of yeah. making money when she was in high school doing that. And I think that it just, that solidified that love. Mm-hmm. But she just loves cosplay, loves dressing yeah. up. I mean, now she's got Lori, Both her Lori and, her and I are doing so it. so good. Yeah, you got, yeah. Anybody <laughs> seen, anybody seen Oh, it's crazy. Uh, seen him. Out of control. I mean, uh, that, that's no joke. Your outfits are no joke. Yeah. She helps you. Oh, I mean, you got to admit it. <laughs> right. I mean, yes, she does. Yeah. The, the Skeletor one uh, costume that we uh, that we wore to Comic Con. Yeah, that, that one. Yes, that was uh, that was all her. I mean, uh, it was ex- except I had to work out. That's yes, all, she says like if you, you're gonna wear this, you're gonna have to work out. I'm like, well, I'm not putting a muscle suit on, so okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we'll work out for it a bit. Not That's going awesome. the con route. <laughs> right. <Star> yeah. Trek. <laughs> right. So, uh, so yeah, really exciting uh, about everything with uh, with the social uh, networking piece. Um, but, but I also know you have something else that I have been dipping my fingers in. That's really exciting as well, and and uh, that's the folk tellers. Yeah. So, so folk tellers. I, I'm trying to remember what year it was. Probably around 2017. I was coming back from Los Angeles, and. Um, I was trying to figure out how to scale up Buzz FM at the time. Mm-hmm. So instead of just doing um, digital marketing one-offs, mm-hmm. um, how could I get my hands into something that's scalable larger? Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, Terry Bean, invited me over to, uh, to a meeting. Uh, it was kind of an investor's meeting in Royal Oak. And that's where I met Joseph Bastian. Mm-hmm. And um, Joseph and his partner, Carl, uh, kind of put on this, uh, this little presentation. And they, they showed what they had created. And it was, it's like a universe. I mean, yeah. it is a universe. Yeah, right? Absolutely. And, um, and I was very intrigued. I'm like, 
this is kind of like meeting, you know, um, George Lucas. And I'm not going to say it's at that level, but it's kind of like meeting him at the very beginning. Yeah. And that's kind of, I saw it. I'm like, wow, he's got, at that time he had eight books written. Mm-hmm. Now he's got 13 written. The guy's an animal. He yeah. doesn't stop. He gets up every single he's morning. He's so excited. Hey. Like, how long ago did you meet him? Because I met him I, this summer. 2017. It still felt like it just happened when you talked to him. Right. And he's been writing for, well, he's been writing for a long time. Yeah. 20 years. I mean, he actually wrote uh, manuals for General Motors and Ford for, oh, wow. for many years. So he was a technical um, manual mm-hmm. writer. So that's where... But he was also classically trained. He did a year at Oxford University as oh. well on, on, a, on a kind of a, a, what do you call that? Well, you, you trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. an exchange. Exchange, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, but yeah, he's, he's absolutely brilliant. And yeah. um, he just keeps writing more and more stuff. So, so anyways, I, got, I was watching the presentation. I got pulled into it. And I started marketing uh, his first book that he wanted to release. Um, that went really well. He sold like 10,000 copies, mm-hmm. uh, which is un heard of oh. for selling a book yeah i mean most authors only sell a couple hundred books mm-hmm. you know let's face yeah. it and so um and then so we created a plan and i took him out to to hollywood and one of my business partners is frank zappa's uh, one of frank zappa's uh kids uh matt zappa yeah at, that you met yes when wow, I, he came to, to the hollywood. premiere that was awesome yeah, yeah. so much fun and who is it a great person yeah and um and so i I wanted him to, because he's, he's, he's directed, or not directed, but produced movies. He's been around it ever since he was a little oh, kid. Yeah. He understands that, you know, that arena very well. And he's also the one that helped walk me into Disney to, to do all of the movies and mm-hmm. Relativity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. DreamWorks. And so, um, so, so anyways, we brought him as a, as a folkteller. And now we're trying to take that series. And first of all, we had to try and get a publisher for it. Yeah. Because if you don't have a publisher, it's kind of one of those check boxes that's not checked. Yeah. You know, so there's a real a definite process that you mm-hmm. have to take it through. I mean, yeah, you could you could probably have turned it into a movie like really easily, but mm-hmm. he doesn't want to just turn it into a movie. He wants it to be a bigger yeah. franchise. He's got you know, and I think it can be because of the way that it's written, and or it could even oh, be a series. Also, the yeah. the the uh, who it caters to, mm-hmm. I think, is so cool because in in this age, I don't know how it works, but I feel like we're forgetting about those tweener teens right. a lot yeah. and I think uh, that's why we get such huge things with Lord of the Rings and with uh, mm-hmm. you know Harry Potter and they blow up because they finally come something that is centered around that specific group yeah. uh, and even, even Stranger Things even though that's not the same uh, it's not the same exact genre because you have, you have pretty good horror in that one mm-hmm. but when you focus there that's in our in our life that's kind of like the dreamiest face and where you're figuring yourself out and you know all of us watched you know some of uh, star wars or something right around that time and it just stole us and uh, and that's what i think i love about what i've read so far is that it's it is right there and it is really well crafted as well is it, is it a series of books or is it a yeah it's a series yeah. of book it's it, it's called the uh, excerpts of an unknown guidebook series okay so the first eight books uh that's what that's called then he has a second series that really has the same characters But, uh, but in essence, in essence it's, it's four characters that are probably in the age in the neighborhood of 13 to 15 years of age. Okay. But it's written at a grade five level, so it's kind of a coming mm-hmm. of age story. Okay. Right. A lot of archetypes. It's that like type of it's thing. like goosebumps, but much better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Is that, is that fair? 
Yeah, it's 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 like it's like goosebumps, but you have a, there's a lot more Scooby Doo goosebumps, yeah. but but better. Yeah, that's why I say it's archetype. Yeah. because I mean, if you fit that archetype, your story mm-hmm. your stories will take off. If you yeah. try to do something kind of out of the box and doesn't fit that, and especially in that genre, it mm-hmm. usually doesn't work for you. Yeah, but uh, I think he's hitting it very right in stride. Mm-hmm. So. Plus, he's a great guy. It's I, eight I, books in the first series, and you said it. it, it then it's going to be eight. In. It's going to be it, actually it's seven books plus a compendium. Okay. And so the and the compendium actually goes through all the different characters that are in the series, and you know, kind of like what Harry Potter does, like all the different types of right. you know, mm-hmm. goblins and that type of stuff that they were through the movies, right? And um, he's got them all categorized oh, already, okay. which is super cool. So is he looking more? You're stating. You're looking at a movie, but wanting something more. So, is it more of like a series-based uh, situation he'd prefer that you guys are looking to try and market that for? I I don't think he would mind whether it would be a movie or whether it would be a TV Netflix type series. I right. mean, it, it's one or the other. Um, I think we're kind of just be both, right? Because if you're looking right now at all these uh, the 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 Marvel characters, they have their TV series. Yep. And then they have their Netflix series, Movie. and then they have their movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there are there are comics that, everywhere, and I think this fits the same way. Yeah, and can be and has their own universe. Yeah, and that that brings me back to one of the the things that we've been um, kind of introduced to, and that's transmedia. Like, what what is anything anymore, right? Yeah, it's all transmedia because mm-hmm. it's and it's transmedia storytelling. Mm-hmm. So it's whether you're telling stories through music or what you're telling them through a TV show or a movie or whatever, you know, it's all transmedia now yeah. and because of digital. And that's really the transition that's happened, you know, just over the last you know, seven or eight years. Yeah. So, which is fascinating. Yeah. I, and, and talking about that, since you've been involved, you, you know, of the two, uh, the two uh, mishaps with Disney trying to launch their own uh, uh, platform. It doesn't look like they're failing this time. No. And um, ma- matter of fact, the uh, Disney anywhere, which the original one of the original ones mm-hmm. we helped market that one and we were pushing it very very hard for them and it's just it it, it just wasn't set up the technology wasn't mm-hmm. set up right mm-hmm. now it is i mean yeah there's bugs but there's bugs yeah. with every system but you know i i think by the first of all all the brands that they're bringing together because mm-hmm. it's not just disney oh, it's right? it, there's so much stuff in there yeah. the and monopoly then, now yeah it's yeah, a monopoly almost. and then pulling kind of out of netflix i mean netflix has got to be worried they they really do. I, yeah. I was talking earlier, and I feel like Netflix is uh, starting to to fall to like the blockbuster syndrome, where I yeah. feel like it's gotten so big that people are looking at they just assume that Disney, we're going to keep next best doing thing now, and it's almost you know I don't know what happened. I mean, yeah. Netflix's content's still great, but it's almost like it's, yeah. the, the attitude has turned to start finding the next thing. Well, it's a little bit like uh, I'm one of them people. I, I add HBO. Mm-hmm. for three months to watch the game of thrones series and Just watch uh, watch it. men maybe and 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 then it's like ah, I'm, I'm gone again i do uh, the same thing and uh, and uh, netflix is close to becoming that for me mm-hmm. uh which i think that i think they don't even get it yet which is scary that they are sitting there because not only do we have disney coming but we also have amc yeah. that's a powerful brand as well um, and on top of that, there are now a slew of independent ones. There's Indie Stream and this and that. There's so many mm-hmm. uh, smaller ones that are getting out there, and, and they obviously getting a lot of of, uh, of lower end indie content, and getting and they uh, pull a lot of the stuff that's no longer. Uh, yeah, there's Tubi, Pluto TV. Yeah. Is a, I love Pluto TV, the, the live stream. And Apple, yeah. Apple TV. 
Yeah, Apple TV. So also, I, I just yeah. signed up for that. It's gonna, probably going to be a short period of time. That's to watch the morning show. Yeah, which I actually really like. I like. So who's going to survive this this mess? Do we? Do we? I mean, I I think this time around. I mean, I just got a free one year subscription to Disney through Verizon. Oh, you got Verizon. And uh, and then <laughs> after that, it's seven bucks a month. And and Netflix just up their price. Yeah. So Although if you're twice. in T-Mobile, Netflix comes with it. Yeah. Well, so. I can see things happening just like anything. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bundles. Yeah. It's like, you get a bundle of this and yes. a bundle of so that. So it'll then, be like cable right. again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we yeah. did all that <laughs> yeah, to we, get right back to where to, we were. To save money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hulu, uh, yeah. YouTube TV just raised their prices, mm-hmm. so it's becoming the same exactly. price as cable. Exactly. Yeah. What goes around it's goes funny. around. Yeah. Uh, the way I, it is. I, it's going to be a battle of, uh, it, it's going to be original content. It's going to have to be the, the decider. That's my concern right now with, Disney Plus is the nostalgia is great, but I can, you know, I've watched Willow. I don't know that I'll watch it again. We're running through these movies and Mm -hmm. I mean, Mandalorian's fantastic, but I think they really need to push some content because I can see myself in another month going to the Netflix original content because there's so much on there. Ozark. Well, I think the, the, some of the stuff that the Netflix has done well is the adult audience, especially the action thriller horror? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, and, and now the documentaries too. They, they they're pouring on yes. uh, documentaries. I, I, I probably wish that they would have screened them a little bit better because I've watched some of them and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even true. <laughs> uh, can we fact check this? But yeah. yeah. So and, so, uh, but but they they've figured out a good niche, and I, I've said this before. I think. What we haven't done yet well is is live concerts uh, mm-hmm. on any of these because the stand-up comedy has been cornered by Netflix. Yes. I mean, they have all the best. And, you know, Eddie Murphy has uh, signed a deal with yeah, them now, Martin too. Martin Lawrence, I believe. So, yeah, so it's crazy these cats are... are, are uh, are going to be doing this. So Netflix isn't, is, they're not going to go away. And, and their $10 million Netflix original feature films, they're all pretty, pretty good. So, uh, so I think that they're going to survive. I, I think there's going to be other casualties and we've seen it already with, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the big networks, uh, the Showtimes and Cinemax. And, uh, I think HBO is the only one that's alive. And, and I think they're on life support. I, I mean, I don't have any, Statistic yeah. no, statistical uh, knowledge, HBO but Max coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I think you touched on something that you know I would love to see more of is the live concerts, the live mm-hmm. musical uh, music programming of finding new the, bands and artists. There's so many good. We artists have the out TVs there. to actually have a concert or house a little bit now. Sure. And uh, we talked about that when we went this summer. The outdoor concerts, you will never be able to take me out of those. The the the, the pine knob, uh, uh, show my age parking. here, pine knob. Uh, yeah, right. No, no t- but but that, no tailgating. that that experience <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. But I don't like squeezing into Fox for that. Right. I don't like squeezing into to concert venues. I like the outdoors uh, thing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if and and if they launched a good. I think I would sign up for that. I think that would steal me away from, mm-hmm. from something because uh, you, you can't get that. And, and there's tons of musical acts right now that would love to do something to make money because of all the piracy and the theft. There's, and- one, there's one channel, that MTV Live, that used to be uh, yeah. Palladium, uh, which, you know, there's Jules Holland, which is an amazing show where all the bands just come and it's, I don't know if you've ever seen, and it's literally like six bands in one room. And he just bounces back and forth, and each one performs. And hmm, I'd love to cool. see more content like that. Yeah. Well, so, so you know what Ahmed is doing? What is he doing? <gasps> uh, the, uh, the hologram. The holograms. Tour. I know you were telling me uh, 
tell the audience, because this is fascinating, and, and we should definitely touch on this. So it's called I Illusion, and um, in essence, he's resurrecting his father back into Turing. And so they have a rig set up that has a holograph of, of uh, Frank singing and performing, that, uh, like, say you're watching the, listening to the dental floss, you'll turn into dental floss, and then he appears again singing. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely, it's, it's bizarre. It's the bizarre, you know, world of, yeah. of Frank it's Zappa. A, but, um, but it's cool because it has also a full, you know, all the musicians and orchestra around it to play. Mm -hmm. So you, you really could do it with any artist that's actually passed away, and the technology mm -hmm. is getting so good now, mm -hmm. you really can't tell the difference now. Yeah, You know, as long as it's placed in the right spot on the stage, I mean, you really could. And going back to what you're saying, you could create shows like that all day long and mm -hmm. broadcast those out. I mean, that would be absolutely, you know, amazing. Yeah, they've tested that, you know, with Tupac Shakur, I think, was like the yep. first test with it. And then they did the Michael Jackson at Which was Grammys, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. What, yeah. Super Bowl, I think. Was it a Super Bowl? Uh, I thought his was a well, maybe, yeah. award show. Maybe. Yeah. The hologram. Yeah, yeah. Some of it, I mean, it's live. His was live capture i believe there was someone mm -hmm. off stage doing the dancing and that's how they captured the movement mm -hmm. so yeah. there was somebody performing but it, yeah some of the shots it, it's pretty wicked to look it's at. really funny that we got in here this way because what i had planned for us uh to, to chat about before we got in is uh did you see that james dean is gonna star in a movie no <laughs> yeah i mean princess leia was the first time we really really went there right mm -hmm. uh, some Tarkin. of the, yeah yeah and uh, and now they're they're gonna bring back Marilyn Monroe and they're gonna and 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 uh, I don't I I don't know I understand in Ahmed's case this is dad yeah he has the right uh, to to do that but some of this stuff is eventually gonna be people that have no connection to the actual person will be making the decisions to whether or not to put them in a film that may be something that they would turn in their grave for uh, well, it would have to be someone that um, that has authority for the estate yeah and um, a lot of a lot of them obviously have estates that mm -hmm. they, you'd have yeah. to go through for licensing yeah. issues and stuff like that but uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. that James Dean thing it's, it's just hard yeah, on me because it's not like with the music this is what he did yeah so so I have a feeling that he'd probably love rocking it uh, in, in his grave but when you're talking making a movie, you're talking about him saying things he never said, doing things he never did, mm -hmm. and never agreed to. It's a little, little trickier. Yeah, it's one thing if it's Star Wars and you're continuing the character mm -hmm. that has already been portrayed, yeah. and you continue the character, not necessarily the person. Yeah. Right. That, that is a It's sticky, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It, it's getting scary to where you're looking at the film transition. Are we just going to end up becoming, are we going to start hiring programmers instead of actors? That Yeah, you know, we already are. Yeah. yeah. Right. Have you oh seen, yeah. Have you seen ZBrush? No. Look. Look at that. Look up that software. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, I know <laughs> TJ Storm is a good friend of mine, and he does the motion capture, which is unbelievable. He, I mean, he plays Godzilla. He plays uh, uh, pretty much all the characters in Guardians of the Galaxy, and all the ones in Deadpool, and all that stuff. Uh, all the video games where you see these uh, creatures, he's most of them. Right. I mean, he's uh, he's uh, incredibly talented at it, and uh, and. Uh, it's a, it's a wild thing to think about how much is done. Um, oh, yeah. If you look up a deep fake on, like, YouTube, how they're swapping out. Uh, oh, they're putting yeah, Sylvester yeah, yeah. Sloan and Terminator 2 in the scenes. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, 
Bill Hader, they they have his face transformed to multiple different people as he's impersonating them. Mm-hmm. And it, I think the latest one was Jim Carrey in The Shining. And, you know, they replaced Jack Nicholson with Jim Carrey. Right. And you swear Whoa. it's them. I mean, the technology is there. You, you, That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when they were talking about it, they did Obama and they had somebody just fake being him in an interview. And it was like, what? Yeah. That looked too good. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, it gets into the whole fake news realm. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Fake news. Uh, you know, at, at this point, I almost don't even care if it's fake or real anymore because I, I watched a little bit of these depositions. Uh, yeah. And it's like, I, I just I just want to claw my eyes out of my face. It's just too much. Yeah. Too much, guys. Like 13 I, like, hours a day. <laughs> yeah. And then you wonder why we're so divided. It's yeah. like there's somebody with an axe actively chopping at that divide every day uh and we don't even need russia anymore we 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 got this now yeah we have learned how to divide i just like going between the websites and looking at the headlines and how oh yeah same exact thing completely different spin two different countries yeah it is (laughs) one flag yeah and it seems like the closer you are to the water the the more liberal they get (laughs) Yeah, yeah so and then in the middle of the country it seems like not not so much, and we're right by the water, but it's not ocean water, so we're kind of like split. <laughs> kinda, yeah, we have split personalities. <laughs> maybe, oh, that's, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, because you, you can probably still have some reasonable conversations. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, if you look at, well, you, you, you're on my Facebook. I mean, you see yeah. my Facebook. I have uh, probably a quarter of them are Brits, and then the other quarters. Or half of that, I should say. Probably a third of them is Brits, and a third of them is Canadian, mm-hmm. and the other third's American. It, and it's so interesting to see the posts from all the different, you know, point of views. Point of views. Yeah. And uh, but you know, we're all the same. I mean, <laughs> we really are. Yeah, I think we. I think we got to remember that, though. I think because yeah. most people forget that we all pull our pants on the same way. Mm-hmm. We all got to pay our bills. We all, it, it, yeah. It's all the same, It's just uh, how we go about it. Yeah. Uh, and the thought patterns are different. I remember I had that conversation with a couple of friends, and, and I'm kind of interesting being from Sweden and, mm-hmm. uh, and having some fairly liberal views on certain things because I love what we've done with you know, health care and, and, and school and, and, uh, and, and youth development and all that stuff. It's so good in, in Sweden. But there's a lot of stuff that's just crazy. You can really just surf the system if you want to. And that's also insane because it creates a breed of mediocrity being good enough that, that drives me crazy because I, I, I'm the guy who can't stop doing things. Like I, I, I'm, I'm conti- and, and I go crazy. I, I, I'm like you. <laughs> I climb walls yeah. if I can't do anything. So, uh, so it's, it's really odd for me to, to be in that situation where, where you have such a, a, a divide mm-hmm. with this. Yeah. yeah, I wish we could just do away with uh, the 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 party recognition because I, I I've always been I've been a year now where I have not posted anything political on my mm-hmm. Facebook because you just get tired oh. of that. Not that I'm not interested or I'm involved. I'm mm-hmm. very involved, but I just don't think Facebook's we're not going to change the world no. by one Facebook post at a time. No. Um, but anybody that answers the question and before hearing the question that's where my frustration yeah. comes from it's yeah. when we start looking at people for who they are yeah. and then voting based on that not because of the letter that's before their name yeah uh, i just posted something on linkedin yesterday i said you know i want to know who the person is that define what's conservative and what's liberal that's good 
That's deep. Who was it? <laughs> who said that this line defines who you are? Because being an entrepreneur, there's things that I believe on the left, yeah. there's things I believe on the right. I'm right. the and same way. And do you know how unique sides. we are for that? Because I Obviously see very. every, <laughs> I see everything is agenda driven. Where I wonder if anyone just pauses to, to think. Right. Like the, it's all emotional reactions. It's and all this is nothing. what we teach our kids not to do. <laughs> right. I mean, this, in all honesty, this is exactly what we teach our kids not to do. And we as adults can't stop emotional reacting. Right. It, it and and it gets us. It, I don't know anyone who's gotten converted by a Facebook post. No. So since nobody's <laughs> no, gotten converted, all we're doing is starting fights. So I, I, I'm not. I'm, shocked, I'm just not doing it anymore. I'm shocked there's not just a political social media platform yet where you can just oh, go, to go vent fight your political. Yes, oh, yeah. just just have it out on this other platform. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that uh, something you can market and uh, yeah, that can, <laughs> can get that and, and be a part of that. Uh, all right, Stephen, we uh, we are up against it. So uh, let's take let's take a moment and kind of recap and and uh, remind us again. I know 2020. Yeah. Uh, is the launch and and yeah. I I'm so stoked to be a part of it and uh, and uh, anybody who doesn't know Stephen uh, that genius factor I don't like throwing that name around uh, in the title around but this guy absolutely a whole lot going on um, uh, very active <laughs> uh, no but it's, yeah, but just I love talking with you and we got to do lunch again sometime soon yeah. but but I uh, I really dig hearing people that have. Uh, their shit together and, and, and can think for themselves and, 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 and think uh, creatively very well on, on a lot of levels, uh, both artistically, creatively, and, uh, and obviously doing very advanced programming, which is logic. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool for me. Um, uh, and the folk tellers, if you guys haven't seen, there's a YouTube uh, there's a YouTube trailer. Uh, yeah, it's a YouTube trailer. Just go to yeah. f- we uh, basically the w- the word folk tellers with an S folk mm-hmm. tellers. Uh, we have that locked down right across all the digital platforms. Gives a really good feel, I think. Yeah. So whether it's it YouTube does. or whether it's Facebook or Twitter or yeah. Instagram or whatever, we have folk tellers. But if you want to see the the trailers and even what the kids have been saying, um, you know, about reading the books because yeah. we did a whole we did yeah. a whole thing with Royal Oak Schools. Uh, and then we uh, kind of had like a, a little Oscars for them where, you know, they made their own trailer and stuff and then That's handed out cool. Oscar. Oh, very cool. All of those clips are on YouTube as well to check out. So uh, yeah, really cool stuff. And um, as I said, thanks for having me. It's it's uh, always great to talk to you guys. Yeah, anyway, so. for sure. No, awesome. And uh, let's, let's grab some sushi here or some Thai food or something <laughs> <All> soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, thanks, uh, Stephen Sadler, our, our own uh, Lake Orion genius. <laughs> All right, uh, Steven Sadler is out of the building. Michael Alexander is hopping in, and uh, uh, I'm going to give you a, a, a brief introduction uh, to Michael Alexander. So we've known each other for a while now. Uh, we've worked together on uh, quite a few film sets, and uh, and uh, we talk about a lot of stuff, bounce stuff off of each other, uh, have, uh, I think, some similar creative outlets uh, that makes us get along really well. Uh, but Michael Alexander has a movie coming out, and I don't know. Last time we talked, we did not have uh, an official release date. We have uh, that is coming out early next year, right? They said um, Q1 next year, so first quarter. Um, hopefully February will be domestic, and yep. then um, we're working on international. And um, three distributors are working with it. So 
You've been through this, Harley. Yeah. Um, once you sign <laughs> yeah. your movie over, I mean, they're very motivated up front. Yeah. Okay? I wish they were still as motivated mm -hmm. after they get your film yeah. as they are in the beginning. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I'm, I'm hounding them now. Okay? Yeah. Before they were hounding me. Yep. Um, we want your film. And so I'm just waiting on a release date from Wild Eye. Yeah. I'm releasing. I don't know if, you know, yep. you're, you're familiar with them. Yep. They're much. doing the domestic. Um, you know, hopefully uh, Redbox and a Walmart. And, um, you know, there's some a couple local theaters that um, I'm familiar with uh, mm -hmm. amongst, you know, Imagine, but there's yep. another one too, Phoenix yeah. in Monroe, that's locally owned. Yeah. And um, they're willing to possibly play it there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it could be a small theatrical. Um, I don't know the time frame that they would be playing that. Yeah. And um, they did change the name, you know, the original <laughs> name. Um, See, I'm from Monroe, and there's a lot of folk. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. The, what, what, the original title for the film is... I was just going to ask, what's the title? And okay. Change it. The original. You can, <laughs> you can pull up the trailer. There's two trailers now, okay? okay? The Legend of Dog Lady Island will Which be the one. Which is a true legend. Um, there's some true stuff um, that happened on that island that's very coincidental, mm -hmm. all dog-related. Mm -hmm. And then actually um, doing... I went to the Museum of Monroe. We have a museum downtown. And the original name of the island is Fox Island, okay? Another, oh, another dog-related dog related, theme. Yeah. And so um, there's a couple different tales. Um, you want me to tell any of them? Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. absolutely. The original, yeah, I want to hear. The, yeah. the original Monroe, it is pretty fascinating. The original Monroe tales, there was um, a wealthy couple that lived mm -hmm. on the island. And I think they had a school for girls. Mm -hmm. And the husband had left the wife. And she kind of lost her mind and went, got a bunch of dogs and became feral and was chasing people off the island. Okay. Wow. This is what they say was the truth. This lady yeah. went and lost, just flipped. Mm. Um, so kind of a dog-related tale. And then um, another one, the one I'm more familiar with is growing up um, as a kid because we actually had the phone number possibly. We were given a phone number to call to prank. Yeah. And, you know, as kids, you do stupid stuff. <laughs> yes. Today, I would not have done this. I'm um, not supposed to. I was prank. Bart Simpson when I was young. No. <laughs> okay. Is your refrigerator running? Right. Okay, go catch it. Right? Um, yeah, we were all kids doing um, yeah. these stupid prank calls. But um, as kids in Monroe, we had known of a lady called the Dog Lady, and everybody had her phone number. We didn't know the story, the mm -hmm. history behind it. Um, but um, you'd call... And she would growl at you over the phone, okay, and hang up wow. on you. And um, there was the actual phone number. Um, story has it that the woman um, was raped by a local club motorcycle gang, mm. um, and her tongue was cut off oh. to not talk. Oh, wow. And a coffin was placed on the island to remind her <laughs> not to talk, mm -hmm. you know, or else, you know. Wow. Rude. So that's one of them. Now, um, since the lady has passed, and people have said they've had sightings, they've been out there and seen mm -hmm. the image of a woman mm -hmm. walking around the island and what have you, you know, because a lot of kids, when we were younger, we would sneak out there um, when we were teenagers, and um, that was our little drinking spot, yeah. hanging out, do a bonfire, bring the girls out, scare them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody in Monroe, I, I mean, we've got five different high schools in Monroe, and all of them did this stuff. You know? Yeah. And um, But there's a lot of other stories, um, some pretty wild ones. Um, 
Well, you, you picked. Uh, uh, it was interesting because I've had the pleasure of actually watching your film already, and I, I really like how it goes in these timepieces, um, and 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 they kind of collide. And I think that's really really cool. And I think uh, it's it's something that's hard to do as an indie filmmaker because the you have to have resources and and access. Uh, otherwise, you know, if you don't have a house that looks like it's from that time, and if you don't have clothing that looks like from that time, it's good to be an artist, though, too, right? Right, right. <laughs> that to be creative, you know, I had some help with Nancy. Yeah, helped out too. She's very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, Nancy Oswine, who you've also yeah. worked with. Um, locations, we've got, we got lucky to get these locations. Cor- you wouldn't believe amazing it. locations. Amazing locations, and, and I mean, cool choices too, coming off in color for some of those. Uh, I was going to do black and white, and then when I seen these beautiful colors in the 1920s, um, the house. But you still came, came down in, in, a, in your grading that made it feel... More old. of pastels yeah. type, yeah. yeah. Um, the grading on it. But it, we were originally going to do black and white, but mm-hmm. I seen all these beautiful colors. I said, wow, we got mm-hmm. to put this... I mean, we're looking at the screens, and I'm going, man, this <laughs> has got to be in color. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you've been, yeah. you've been there. Yeah. So... Um, in the 1970s, too. I mean, the house yeah. was straight out of the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. There was still intercoms. I got so lucky oh, wow. yeah. that this house actually belongs to one of my business partners on another business that I was involved with. And um, he never remodeled the house. <laughs> it's got the intercoms. It's got the old everything. Yeah. Cupboards. 1970s, straight wow. out of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. So the 1970s era was easily believable. Captured in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the... This is a film you did the screenplay directing or how how what I were wrote you involved it, with on it? Um and, and Harley knows how this too is yeah. when you get in the zone, um I wrote this film and I hate to share this with people because I'm writing other scripts that have taken <laughs> me a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um this one I wrote it in five days, twelve thousand words, and just couldn't stop writing it. Yep. I would wake up at three in the morning. Oh, I got another scene. And so I'd start typing in the scene, and my wife would wake up and go, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. i got to get the scene out of my head right now. You know, it's 3 in the morning. And um, yep. I even changed the screen to black, you know, so it wasn't so bright. And I, always, I don't say this anymore because people get pissed when they hear how sometimes when you're really inspired, you, you just knock out a script in a week, and, well, and, they, and people get mad. You've done it in a day, this I know. guy. I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm 58 <laughs> pages in, and started writing that day. I'm going, what is going on with this guy? And, and I try to go to bed, and my wife looks, she's like, stop tossing and turning, just go write, because she knows. And I'm like, yep, all right, see ya. And when you have that issue, you have to go I wouldn't sleep anyways. Because... I, it was popping out of my head everywhere. I had to write it on my phone. So yeah. I wrote the whole thing on my phone. Yep. Oh. And I did it in a program um, that I put on the phone for screenwriting yeah. that I had a heck of a, di- a time changing it to a PDF, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I had to copy-paste the whole thing, all right, oh, to turn it so I could print it. And I didn't realize, you know, this is not the program I should have wrote this yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So it was a nightmare getting it to actual printed script to hand out. Right. Well, you were in was... moving parts, which was, I, I, I call it my first film, but it, but it really wasn't because I'd done a couple short films. I did Deceitful. We did that together. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, moving parts was written in text format. And I, and I remember people looking at it going like, 
the hell is this? <laughs> because I, I I didn't have access, and I just figured like you, you can read, right? I remember when we Not got understanding. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, moving parts. Too. Oh my god! You, I love you, it. You're so I still I to this day love that movie. So I, 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 I there's watch so much it. going on. Yeah. I do too. I'll every once in a while. Hey. Yeah. I'll, I'll just rent turn that. it on. Yep. Yeah. I'll watch moving parts. It's a and, good story. I haven't heard anyone yet that said, oh, yeah, I called that 15 minutes in. I haven't heard a single person <laughs> say it. No. Not predictable. Very no. unpredictable. Those are the yeah. best. Yeah. Twists and turns all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it, when we made that, I, I think everybody just felt that it was going to be something special because everyone's performance is so good. I think just... You and Jerry Hayes together directing on that film were, belie- were bringing... Um, believable performances and making people mm-hmm. go Up above a level that they hadn't been before, yeah. including myself. Okay. Yeah. So I still think you're awesome it. in that film. I get it. Um, you guys, Jerry is really good. I I'll tell you this, uh, 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 and, and definitely not what we're doing here today, but anybody who's an actor that you're emerging and you're trying to figure yourself out, man, Jerry's Jerry's a hell of an acting coach and he can get you to a whole new level of truth. Uh, and if you're lucky enough to ever be in a film that he's directing, he's a kind of an acting coach on set. Um, yeah. And sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes the scenes would take a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, should have been an hour. Now it's three hours. Right. You yeah, know, but, yeah. um, hey, you got to love them. At the end okay? of the day, what, what we put on screen, I was very, very happy with. I yeah. told you this. this uh, that movie was shot on a Canon 70D, and we, we had uh, Walbert, boom uh on a tascam handheld tascam and this thing is trended still right now a year and a half two years after it's been released still trended on amazon several times uh which is really cool for a film that's been out that long to still make noise i think there's something to be said when it comes to that equipment that i think you could uh push the equipment too far of not quite understanding and then lose focus of the passion and, and what the project is mm-hmm. to whereas if, if, yeah. if the passion's there, the story's there and you understand your equipment properly that any equipment, I think you, not any, but yeah. you can make your equipment work. Well, Soderbergh is shooting on iPhones. Right. Oh, exactly. That's, that's what, what I was going mean. to say. There's yeah. people, and then I, I got a red hydrogen here. I'd love to yeah. try and play with something on this. Yeah. Uh, I think the it, problem you're going to run into is storage. Well, it, um, it goes to the cloud. Yeah. I've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can put the cards right in the yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that it is. It is true. And I'll tell you this: I'll have a fantastic cinematographer over a fantastic <laughs> camera every day yes. of the week, without a doubt. Yeah, the the stuff, the the technical aspects of a camera compared to the guy that runs it, mm-hmm. hands down. Given, you know, something not as good, he's still gonna get those screens mm-hmm. and get that shot. And yeah. And in the end, it's story, which I'm going to tie in a little off yeah. course here. I first met Michael, and he doesn't know this yet, but oh. I met him uh, at the Transformers set. The first time I went and did as an extra, you were there on the, the first day uh, for the last Transformers movie. I believe, I think it was you that was there on Mound Road at the GM plant. Uh, I believe oh, they brought yeah. you I, in. Oh, yeah, I got directed by Michael Bay. By Michael Bay, scene. yes. You know, Benny, you know, he, he's not for us doing extra yeah, stuff, but no. as a featured extra is a Russian contractor mm-hmm. beating down a, uh, they wouldn't tell us either it was Decepticon mm-hmm. or a Transformer. No. Um, we, we weren't given that information, mm-hmm. but there's three of us. One guy, they flew, flew from L.A. that could speak Russian, mm-hmm. and us with Russian accents, yeah. okay? And um, 
they had us go in this bunker, big Russian bunker, and um, this is a deleted scene. Obviously, yeah. they never put it. It wasn't. I don't think both, both it me and M- Michael have good stories on Batman versus Superman too. We yeah. we had way more <laughs> screen time uh, that's in a can somewhere or on the floor somewhere. Right. And, you know, never. You never know. The director might say, "Hey, let's throw that." No, I doubt. Yeah. It, but I yeah. Wish. But yeah, we had. Um, it was kind of cool. Michael Bay telling me, "No, no, no, no. I want your light. The light coming through on your eye here, and then I want you. You know." And I'm yeah. like, this guy, he's yelling at everybody. Yeah. But, you know, oh, yeah. that's just his way. I was, yeah. yeah, and the amount, him just grabbing the camera, and I, he was moving through everybody doing the the handout, the camera work as well throughout the day. It was interesting. Mm. It was a long day, but I just remembered because it was my first time on like a big, uh, I know, it was my first time actually getting back into all this. So, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start getting some yeah. extra stuff. And you guys were a little more familiar with it. And you're like, no, come eat over here. Like, we can go eat breakfast. And I had no clue where I was at. Oh, yeah. And so it was nice. You helped me out there. But they had the craft, you know, over here. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, yeah, yeah. We're going to be here a while. Yeah. No, but so we've that. been on them big sets. And, oh, you know, yeah. the main reason back in the beginning, and I think you were the same way, mm-hmm. um, that we went ahead and did that mm-hmm. is to learn. Oh, you got to see how it runs. How are they doing this in the yeah. big picture? How are they doing this in Hollywood? How, you know, and. And to see how, you know, they're, you know, making a movie, mm-hmm. it, it teaches you a lot. Yeah, it okay? does. And it teaches you a lot of etiquette on set, too, you know? Yeah. Um, that you're not going to get unless you go be an extra in somebody's film. Yeah. Right? You know, quiet on set means a lot. Yes, Don't it even does. wrinkle a bag of chips, man. Yeah. Okay? Right. You're going to get yelled at. Um, but we've been through, you know, hey. Yeah, right. They're still making noise over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to go back to, uh, to to Dog Lady Island here uh, and, and, and talk about, uh, so it was Dog Lady Island. Yeah, yeah okay, so the, the yeah, the legend. And of I had Dog a really La- cool poster. The legend of Dog Lady Island, yep. Yeah. I, I originally, I'm an artist too, so I airbrushed, I wanted to airbrush. I loved own. it. I wanted to airbrush like an 80s type feeling um, poster, you know, the airbrush. Which is poster. really in right now. Yeah. And so I did that, and I did this image of her in the sky with the tree that's, in the form of a woman reaching up into the sky and on an island with a little it's bit awesome. of blood. Um, they changed it all. <laughs> Distributors do what they want. Yeah. They got this sexy wolf lady ripping a tank top, and it's called um, She Bites. And then underneath this is On Dog Lady Island, Payback's a Bitch. You get it? Oh, because of the dog. Yes. So, so <laughs> at this point, uh, I'm agreeing to all this. You made the film. You got a distributor. At that point, they're free to come in and not, well, not really. But I mean, but at the end of the day, if you argue with your distributor, it's probably not going to make for the best relation. And right. and in all honesty, we have to take a back seat and say this is what they do, and they don't get paid unless they sell. So to stand in their way when they know all the algorithms and everything that's, yeah. that, you know. I, I I still to this we released Abstruse uh, uh, November first and and thank God it's doing really well but uh, this is a film that won twenty five best feature awards like this film cleaned up to the the only festivals that turned this thing down were pretty much Oscar qualifying festivals I mean it cleaned up to that degree that's absurd right. all across the globe and uh, and they. Not only did they change the title to a word that you have to go to the dictionary for, but it was called Into a Dark Mind, which makes so much sense when you see title. the I, I think it's great title. Uh and uh and 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 then they changed the whole uh look. So instead of Into a Dark Mind, 
talking about the serial killer uh, getting his first taste of a kill and then the death spiral of right. that. Um, that was the original f- uh, focus. The, the focus that they wanted was on Sizemore and the revenge, uh, which I get because the Taken movies have done really. I, so I get it. So I say yes to everything. Um, and when we had to do a new trailer, it had to be a, like a minute you know, just punch him in the face for one minute as hard as you can yeah. uh, so that when they leave, they go, wow, I got to see this. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I get it. But at the same time, um, it changes the identity a little bit. And, and for somebody watching the film, um, if you're expecting something that isn't necessarily... I remember when we released Betrayed, I had a couple of really negative uh, uh, things on IMDb where somebody was like, uh, you know... I expected this to have more action and it's like, Oh, the, this is a thriller. It's not like an action film, but the cover has like a helicopter the poster, in the background. Yeah, the picture, and, yes. You know, so, so I get that that can be misleading. Um, if you really expect something well, yeah. particular out of it. I noticed that with the trailer change to, um, the distributor did a new trailer and I, I swear I, I like just like you, you know, mm-hmm. I like my trailer, but it was too long. Yeah. I like the music that we, put in there at what points and this and that and they changed it and, and i kind of um with my trailer showed the eras mm-hmm. a little bit more yeah okay and more which i think is smart because th- that's it's not easy to do as a filmmaker so i think it's a cool their touch trailer they did a more um fast pace choppy mm-hmm. action like you know yep and i'm like man they're making this look like it's an action movie you know action horror yeah when really it's a thriller yeah um yeah and and, and i I don't want anybody disappointed by watching it you know trailer but hey they're doing what they do like he said they know what they're doing yeah Yeah, you um, do that's what he said we mike we know what works internationally and yeah the legend of dog lady island is not going to work internationally we need a shorter you know catchier poster um with a quick title you know and um so I just I have to have confidence in them, and we'll I guess we'll see. We'll find out, yeah. Next year, quarter early. one, yeah, yeah Q one. Well, Q1. it's really interesting too how the distributors work because we were just talking about that. Uh, your film wrapped and signed probably a year ago. Yeah, and it takes you know it takes I, so long I, for I, them I to get si- it. I signed Enigma, which used to be taken over almost two years ago. That was signed a long time ago, and then. Uh, Abstruse, which used to be Into a Dark Mind, I signed about a year and a half ago. And they're coming, they came out on November 1st, right. and the film that came out before that was shot a year and a half after those films. It's just wild. I, I guess it's whatever they're motivated. I also think on. if they know that you're a filmmaker and you're making a bunch of movies, it's probably smart to slip those movies in after you've had some limited theatrical and some big sales and been, you well, know, especially some I think, bigger names too. Yeah, right. Yeah. In your, you know, production. Yeah. Obviously. I, I think, yeah, you see that with a lot of the films, uh, depending on like when you have the names attached, mm-hmm. um, you know, like you get that Hansel and Gretel movie after, you know, Jeremy Renner comes out with Avengers, like, yeah. you know, and that movie then gets thrown out immediately after yeah. to, to, to piggyback that. So I, yeah, yep. I think there is a, they do want to kind of piggyback or hold some back in case something does happen and say, yeah. let's, let's release it now and, and hit it at the right time. Yeah, that, that, 
like you said, they know what they're doing. They, they do. Well, at least let's hope they do. Uh, <laughs> and I also want to touch on this. You were just down in uh, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd love to hear more about that. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say because you've done it too. Yeah. Um, it's going to be on Oxygen Channel. I'm in an episode of one of the uh, reenactment type shows, mm-hmm. Detective, um, about an actual case. And I'll tell you, um, it, this, you know, this one kind of threw me for a loop. I never expected it to end up being who it was. You know, oh, that's cool. So it's it's very cool. And I had heard they had actually back in the early, you know, 80, had it made a movie about it or whatever huh. on one of the, you know. Oh, wow. So there's actually a movie somewhere out about it, um, this particular murder. And um, and you played the lead detective on the case? Yeah. So this will be uh, the well, reenactment there's three, there's three of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would hate to say lead. Okay. Because, you know, I interrogate, they interrogate, we're all in the office together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's three it's of us. It's a main us. character though. Yeah, it's a main character. There's three of us, three detectives, yeah. you know, I, trying to get to the bottom of this, uh, murder mm-hmm. that took place. So you didn't so. know the true story. You didn't know what the true story was before getting there. Did they just kind of, no, they sent me, you know, you sign an NDA and you read yeah. the script. Okay. okay. Yep. They give, they gave me the script and, uh, they give you your lines, which a lot of times with these shows, I, I mean, you memorize lines, but they do voiceover right. and yeah. stuff. You know, and so you then, don't know how much is going to make it. Yeah. You don't even know how much, you know, if I'm interrogating a guy, yeah. they might not even be on using, your audio. Yeah, it's not on my audio. It they might, might be, be the, the detective talking. The, yeah. Right. That's yeah. the, the actual. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm the actor portraying this guy and they pick people that um, look a little bit like yeah, the so. original detective or the original killer. Mm-hmm. And uh so I'm trying you to draw this the, back. No, yeah. yeah. I had this Tom Selleck. I like the, I like the mustache on you. I actually oh, got to say. Oh, uh, man. I had the Tom Selleck mustache going on. And uh, <laughs> he said, Mike, you look a little like Dean Kane. I wish. <laughs> I, okay. I, I really think I that had a little bit of that. So I, I liked get, it. I get down there, and these guys go, you look like Dick, Buck, Dick Buckus. And I go, <laughs> what? <laughs> I pull up my phone, and some older pictures of Dick Buckus with his mustache. Yeah. And I yeah. go, no kids. <laughs> so if they ever do a movie, you know, and they need dick, yeah. you know, hey, I'm right here, all right? Yeah. So, so did you meet the uh, the actual person you were portraying? Or did you no. get? Is that, I was curious if no, they no, ever had those people meet. Same thing on the on my show. That those best no. shot somewhere else. Um, yeah. yeah. Just didn't yeah. know if they wanted you kind of. So it's cool, but they do a lot of these shows now on um, ID Channel, yeah. Oxygen, yeah. and um, you, you see a lot of them. There's so many, but um, this is um, a pretty popular one. Yeah, and, uh, I, I didn't know how popular. I, same thing with me. When I had I, never when watched I, any of them. I'm the same way. I was these, on a Homicide Hunter, and, and I said something, and people, everybody's like, oh, my God, I watch that all the time. And then I, I find out that they have regularly 4 million viewers on their reruns. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's... Well, they run so uh, much, and they, they, they run them. Oh, yeah. And they're well, unbelievable. You, once you it, start it's, it. It's funny. I was at the Waffle House... <laughs> And they were dead because they don't usually get any snow down there. The snow followed me down. Oh. Okay. And I'm in there. It's dead. And these women, they're like saying the name of the actual show I'm on. They're like, I watched. And they're saying the name mm-hmm. all the time. Is that the show? And I'm like, I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what if 
the director comes in here, he's yeah. after me, and then yeah. I'm telling you guys, yeah. and yeah. they'll be like, "Hey, one of your yeah, so, def- definitely uh, uh, can't really uncork the that." Um, uh, Got to be confident. I was I was told that I was allowed to say what show I was on, um, but I was not allowed to talk about the episode. So that was the the thing. I can okay. say I'm on the sh- uh, Homicide Hunters and I play one of the okay. detectives. Uh, but I don't know if you're in the same situation. So I'd well, say, I think I'd so. Say, it's the same entertainment company. Yeah, it's Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah. Okay. So they, I got to say, they do a really good job for for as quick as they move. Uh, they, they have a well-oiled machine for sure. All right. So I guess I'll say I'm going to be on an episode of Snapped, which I had never heard of that show. Okay? I haven't either. And I'm in Waffle, and they're like, I watch Snapped all the time. Are you going to be on Snapped? And I'm like, I can't tell you that. that <laughs> so, um, and I guess they are very popular. Yeah. Um, oh, no. People love these reenactment shows, man. That is an Access Hollywood uh, exclusive right there. There we, we go. We Again. Got, uh, <laughs> we had that on... Uh, we just broke it. With, 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 uh, with uh, Jennifer yes. on her sequel. We, we're magical for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, hopefully Jupiter Entertainment is not watching and I'm not in trouble. But Oh, Amber's oh. on my Facebook. She'll be watching. Oh, great. We want that. <laughs> So where can uh, people go to find out more information for to, to follow some more of your upcoming stuff? Uh, Facebook? Oh, I'm, I'm on Facebook, Michael James Alexander. Um, and then um, Instagram, Alexander Michael J. And uh, I don't have a – I haven't set up – I should have set up a page a long time ago. you got yeah. a page. And yeah. everybody says set up a page. But I just hate having more stuff to go Dude, to. I, 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 I got to tell you this right <laughs> now. Website and, uh, I have I, – they, they actually told me don't worry about the websites. They said, but do a Facebook page and, and get a following. That's what they've said. Okay. So and we're doing IMDb, that now. You know? Yes. Like you go to Harley's yep. IMDb. And I changed my – see, mine used to be Michael Alexander, and there's been a lot of Michael Alexanders mm-hmm. through the ages that were yeah. actors. So I was like number 30-something, okay? Right, right. So – I put my middle name in there, Michael James Alexander. So all you got to do, Michael, Michael James Alexander, IMDb, and it pulls me right up. Mm-hmm. And you can see everything I'm involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, see a lot of Harley stuff. I've been in yeah. Yeah. a few of yeah. his. And, uh, more, more to come. You guys know each other. Yes. <laughs> we kind of started out together. I swear. Yeah. Um, me and him were in a music video. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. On the ground. On the ground. For, uh, Actually, artist. it's still pretty good music video. It's an artist out of Canada. Mike J. Rightway or yeah, whatever. Mike. And I, me and Harley have a meeting, and we're making some bets on a fight, and uh, it doesn't go my way, and I'm upset, and I'm leaving, and uh, I think he gets killed in the parking lot or something. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's what are you going to do? It's a, it's a, it's a, I, I thought that was, it was a lot of fun uh, working with Mike back then. Uh, it, he he is, had some crazy ideas. Uh, he is uh, so everywhere all at once. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to keep up with him. But yeah. He got a whole video done, and, I mean, they had the ring set up, had the actual oh, fights yeah. that night, so mm-hmm. we got lucky with that. And it, it turned out okay. I mean, yeah. and we went to the premiere. Me and you went to the premiere in Canada. Yeah. had a premiere um, for the video. Yeah. And um, what would I say? Um, they did a little questionnaire. Anything different that you want in the video? And back then, I was kind of um, – cocky i said i want more of me in that video <laughs> of course right <laughs> and he started That's laughing funny. but you know i'm just a small part it's mike j rightway's video yeah you know yeah. it's about him it's his music so yeah but up. we started way back then i don't know if we were in something before that even um uh i don't know the only thing i remember I declare for war sure too, yeah i declare know? war we spent a lot of time on uh that's on amazon now dennis 
Dennis Reed is just spitting these movies out now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hear um, he wants to reshoot Indictment. So uh, we, we may be working together again soon okay. enough uh, with, with, uh, with him. And uh, the films right now that he's doing, I mean, I, I've seen the First Lady films. That they're significantly a step up from where he I, used to be on a lot of ways. I'll tell you what a step up is, too. It's his poster. Oh, yeah. Too, you know? Oh, yeah. Very good poster. Lady, yeah. It's Hollywood all the way. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, um, and Hoops is Hoops in it. Hoops looks great. You know? She does. Uh, we share the she's same a better last act- name. She's a be- better act- <laughs> actor than I uh, thought she would be, too. Like, in all honesty, watching it, it made me even go, you know what? This might not be a bad uh, a bad person to bring on board. No, uh, me and her are... a nice following. We are cast together, me and her, in a movie um, that's going to start filming next year. And um, I can tell you maybe a little bit about it. I won't tell yeah. you anything. Um, um, I run a sex trafficking thing with my sons, and... Um, she, um, as a teenager, was, you know, ran through, mm-hmm. you know, um, our, you know, whatever you want to call it, stable yeah. of girls, okay? Yeah. And um, she comes back for revenge, okay? Uh, so it's one of those revenge stories. Yeah. Um, that That's become back really in now, the whole I spit so, on your grave it's uh, style. Something like that, yeah. okay? Only more mafia, more yeah. Russian mob, more yeah, because um, they can't like do that. the same thing. So they and yeah. So we are cast together next year. They're supposed to start filming February, I think, is what I mm-hmm. last told a week ago. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, you know, is that being you never know. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, it's a Michigan uh, production. Nice. So um, hopefully we can knock it out quick. I got you know a couple other things locally. I'm finishing up too, um, but we got. Some stuff coming up next year. Yeah, it's bigger. Um, one of the bigger, you know, things that I've done probably, mm-hmm. and um, and I know Harley's working on some bigger things too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, I think twenty twenty is going to be big. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, and I think the the whole thing too for you is is to get that one movie out because I think the the legitimacy factor changes pretty drastically after you get a film out in the market and it actually starts moving. I, I was just saying that with. Uh, Right now, because some of the some of the outlets email me directly, even though I have a distributor clearly listed to my films, but uh, Abstruse has had a lot of people reaching out from all over the place. Um, uh, so you know, it, it, that's another feather in the cap and another film that's that's making noise. I've had this happen. I've had other filmmakers mm-hmm. message me asking how the distributors I have mm-hmm. are working out for me. Yep. And you know, I'm not. I wish distributors. I wish distributors. I wish distributors understood (laughs) (laughs) how much we talk and why you may or may not be getting films. Um, This is not a big community. In all honesty, I had nothing negative to say except for it's a little slower process than what I thought it would be. Um, But now finding out. You know, it's my first feature, and um, sometimes they're a little bit slower or not as motivated yeah. as they should be. But um, let me get a couple under. You got six out right now? Is that correct? Six out and three more com- completed or almost completed. Okay. Man, I got, I got yeah. a lot of catching up. Yeah. <laughs> I have, we have Agramon's Gate. What are you Gate, slipping for? Agramon's <laughs> Gate. I know I'm slipping. Uh, limited theatrical uh 
February 11th. Uh, then uh, Bennett's song, Holiday. We don't have a, a release date for that one yet because we are probably, in all honesty, I, it, the film is excellent. Um, and I, I said, you know what? Let's test the waters with this. Let's see, you know, let's give a wild shot at Berlin Ale in Cleveland. Two Oscar qualifying festivals and see where, what happens. Because this is, you know, we have seven uh, deaf actors in this. It's incredibly diverse. It has a, 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 an amazing plot and subplot that's both fun and engaging and, right. and, and, uh, and genuine. So I'm like, let's, let's give that a go uh, and, and see where it, where it takes us. And then after that is Ash and Bone, um, which my, my editor cannot stop teasing me with how incredible this looks. And he is so silly with this that I don't get to see anything edited until he has a rough draft. Nice. Okay. They're just getting the screenshots. Yeah, because you know, yes. hey, we can be controlling a little bit. Huh? Oh, absolutely. We're, <laughs> don't yeah. show it to me now or I'm going to, hold on, what happened to this shot? What happened to that? Yeah. Slow Move. down, killer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can take right over real quick. You, you remember well, if all you, those. If shots. you're a director, you're you should be, and that's the thing uh, I hear about. I, somebody said that they had a screening and that it was the first time the director had watched the finished film, and I'm like, what? I'm like, you you got to be directing your editor. How how are you not? How are you, how are you seeing it for the first time too? That could go I've bad. I've seen the film a hundred times before it hits the yeah, screen. Yeah. I, and I that did happen with one of the directors um, at the red carpet premiere, and it didn't turn out too good. Yeah, so, I heard. And, um, I heard. I've he heard a couple of times. And uh, of course, the editor and the editor blamed but to it on me, him. You should have been sitting side by side with him and yeah. watch the final product, watch the rough cut, and then mm-hmm. you know guide a little bit. Um, give Not a little direction. bit. You are directing your. Uh, just you direct. You're directing. You, you, have, a, you, have, you have a. You have a. You have a. You have a, a, a cinematographer that you direct. You have actors that you direct. Um, that, that I mean, that's what it is. You are the the in control of that red herring. The uh, director doesn't story. stop. It doesn't no. end until the film is done, you and know then that. you become a producer. It took me um. God, you know, mm-hmm. I was sitting with Vic for yeah four months, every other day directing him on mm-hmm. it, um, the editing. Because I just, I remember the shots I wanted at what point in the film. And I know Harley's a lot like this, too. It's like painting a picture. You yeah. know, you know what in your head yeah. this is supposed to look like. And the same with the music. I'm still open to it being different. And every now and then I have been swayed. and went, yep, no, you know what? That looks You're good. right. Same with the music, though, the score. Yeah. You know that. We yeah. work with this guy. We'd Skype. You know, yeah. you Skype with the score guy and, you know, hey. Sit for hours and you know, hours and hours and hours. You don't spot want, the whole film. Because they sometimes will uh, put music in that's maybe um, giving you a hint, preempt you that something bad's going to happen. And you don't want that. You want it to be a surprise when it's shown. And so there's different things, right. you know, mm-hmm. that's going to happen in a film yep. that's going to make it either you're going to get the scare or you're not. Mm-hmm. You're going to let them know it's coming and, you know, yeah. the anxiety build. Yeah. Um, yeah, are you going oh, for suspense or or a scare? Right, you know, it's a big right. difference. So there's a lot of directing on the music too. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So the new title, "She Bites," she bites should be out first quarter next year, and uh, and we'll make sure that we uh, we do a follow up of some sort when we have a date, yeah. so that we can uh, come in and talk about it again. It is uh, a good movie uh, for for a lot of reasons, but the the whole timepiece stuff, I, I really dig. 
uh, that we get to see three different generations in the film and and experience the, the curse alongside of them, which is cool. I'm excited right. to see it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's good stuff. So uh, uh, I think uh, I was told that if we do go over, then feel free to go over a little bit more. So we have about five minutes left. So uh, we had talked about this earlier, and I'd love to uh, hear your thoughts on this. Uh, but uh, so Stephen Sadler was here, and uh, and he works very closely with Matt Zappa, which is Frank Zappa's mm-hmm. son. And uh, they have a hologram of Frank touring the world right now. And, and uh, I think that's cool and okay because I think that's what he was doing and, 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 and I understand the whole concept. But I also know now that they're bringing back dead actors to the screen well, in films that they've never agreed to be in, doing scenes, saying things, and doing things they never actually agreed to do. Where do you stand on that? What do well, you think? It's, it's a scary world we're living in now, okay? Because um, <laughs> if you see me on TV saying something you know I normally wouldn't say, it's probably um, an image. like You know, it's a scary thing. They could do this with politicians. They could do this with the president. They could do this with um, who you knows? You saw the video so, with Obama when it was, uh, I think it was Keenan and Peele. And it was like, oh, there's looks just there's like going him. to have to be a new organization that's going to restrict and watch what's being done with that. And then what are we going to do? Are we going to get rid of actors yeah. and not hire actors? And it's all going to be um, CGI or um, tech guys mm-hmm. that are... Uh, that, that used to be... I remember when I said, well, that's not going to happen because, you know, you whatever. And then I saw the, the, the first really high-end CGI Planet Princess. of the Apes, and oh. I was like, oh. Well, Princess Leia, too. Yeah, Princess Leia, um, though, to me, was a little shaky. Little... Clo- I mean, it, and then um, they but had Tarkin, the other guy. Tarkin was that was fully interactive. I, yeah. I was impressed. And then the, the new Will Smith. Yeah, uh, the younger oh, yeah. Will Smith. Versus, oh, but um, he agreed Gemini. to doing that. Gemini, that, yeah. that makes I'm fine with that. I mean, with the, they did that with uh, what was it called when Jean well, Claude Van Damme played uh, against himself. Oh, I thought they that were was like more of a twin things. Yeah. yeah, but but there's still two of him. Yeah, but true. I, um, the people that have passed away. Um, I guess there would have to be somebody involved from the family that is going to give them some sort of permission or guidance yeah. on what that person, like a Marilyn Monroe or James yeah. Dean. You James know, Dean is coming back in right. a film. I know. And uh, it's, you know, I, I think that somebody needs to be involved just to protect him and his image. Mm-hmm. Okay. From what it, he's always his been, his estate has yeah, control. I mean, but James Dean has always been known as you know the bad boy, yeah, and, uh, you know, and the good looking guy, and he, you know, um, you you don't know what they would put him in and portray him as yeah. that could be very him. against what he actually stood Absolutely. for as he a turn in his grave. Yeah, you know? so that's what gotta, we were talking about. There's got to be right. some kind of controls over this, or somebody very personal close that cares about yeah. the image okay of that person who's passed away now musician for entertainment purposes i mean they've done it with michael jackson tupac yeah, yeah. um and they're doing what know, they always did I, I have less of an issue they're dancing yep. the same way and um it, it's oh they're not stopping and talking politics or right. or, or doing uh you know uh, so, so they're doing what they always did. It's right. a little less of a concern oh, to everything me. Everything has become so political now with the <laughs> real stars, movie star, and music to begin with. Um, and I, I feel like the world can see the same, like these testimonies, 
and they both see it total opposite narrative. And it's the same. It's the person saying, you know, what it is. And uh, everybody so said, uh, not they're, everybody. They're, they're in their head. They already know what they want to come out of it. They're yeah. already, you know. So everybody's um, already decided. That's what we were talking. We were talking about this earlier when you post a post on on Facebook. You it's see, not, I don't not post like anything. Any, and nobody, nobody's changed anyone's mind no, ever. I don't post yeah. anything political. I got my beliefs, but I'm not trying to change anybody on facebook and i know it's never going to happen and i'm not pushing an agenda Mm -hmm. of any type um but all this division comes from is not healthy no it's not healthy for this country and um you know um yeah and and, and here's here's the bottom line nobody's trying to one side is not less american or more american than the other uh it's it it's just people because of who they are believe in a different way to get to the other side. That's it. I actually like the the recent, uh, not speech, but the the saying Obama just said where he's like, do you think posting on Facebook is woke? Like, do you, do yeah. you that that's not being poli- politically active. That is no. not trying to better. No. You know, no. And that's where I was saying earlier, you're not going to mm. change the world one Facebook at a time. Get no. active. I, I never, think it's healthy to be active. I never thought we would be in this position at my, you know, at my age. Because, like, in the 80s, I'm mm-hmm. not kidding. We all got along. Yeah. Everybody got along. I mean, if and you we listen, were liberal and, if you and, listen to and rock whatever music, back if then. If you listen to rap music, if you listen to, uh, you watch this, or you were a Democrat, or you were a Republican, or, you know. You know how the problem is, though? In America, you have two matter. parties. Coming from Sweden, we have nine active parties in government. That helps a little bit because. You don't have to be so divided. You can pick you can a be party centrist. somewhere that's somewhere in the middle or somewhere yeah. to the left or right on some things. And we were just saying this earlier. I'm pretty conservative in some ways and pretty liberal in some ways. There's no party for me because there's nobody that thinks like that because I, I actually think there's a lot of people who truly are like that. Libertari- that, that are both. Libertarian, um, but there's some stuff in the libertarian too. So... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, okay? it's just tricky because I, I am very conservative on a lot of stuff. Okay, a lot of stuff, but there is some progressive, mm-hmm. uh, liberal ideas, ideology mm-hmm. that I think could um, could work. Okay. Yeah. So you're correct. There's, um, but right now, either you're way over here, or you're way over here. Yeah. And there's no. And the there's, loud voices come from here and here. I don't believe we're here. I believe we're here. But these loud mouths here are distract the oh, game. Oh, yeah. I think America's a lot smarter. Okay? Yes. And they're in the middle, and they're seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's just so divisive yeah. and divided. And either you're this way or that way, or you're um, it's, you're called names. How's yeah. that? Like, yeah. I don't want to bring yeah. up the names. Yeah. Okay? Right. yeah. It's just can we, can we all get back to just – Having difference of opinions and moving on—it's not that, a bad. That thing needs to, to be have, okay. It's you, okay if you like a movie on, and I don't. You can't we can go hang out and watch a different movie. But Absolutely, I don't understand why and, politicals get. And sad. most of the time, the really good stuff comes from the dialogue of two different opinions. Yes, a ton yeah. of the time, you actually come up with a solution because you see each other's point, and then you morph that into a new idea that that actually is probably way more capable than either of the two we started with. Right. That's people That's that are having an actual conversation. <laughs> yeah, okay. and, and a little a little bit of that attack, uh, frontal attack. lobe uh, activated <laughs> and doing something called critical thinking, which I think is just yeah. gone. But I, yeah, 
let's end this on an up note. Yeah, I, I wanted to make a quick point going back yeah. to the the uh, changing the actors of oh, having yeah. like James yeah, yeah. Dean. A concern, my main concern that I have with dealing with like James Dean coming back is think of the performances that we would miss out on had that technology been around before. As far as like Joaquin Phoenix being able to play Johnny Cash instead of them just doing a computer oh, yeah. version of Johnny Cash. Um, there's so, so many true. great Could performances. The actor, of course, pull but it they off. They bring back the Joker; he'd get screwed again. <laughs> yes, I, 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 yeah. but I mean, you you have these true stories that oh, were yeah. told, and these actors gave such great performances. Yeah, I hate to see that not yeah. be the go-to anymore. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I I think uh, I my mom used to say, "Just because you can doesn't mean you should." Yeah, and, and, and that Jeff is Goldblum very true. That. Yes, <laughs> you're so caught up on whether you could, you <laughs> think whether or not you should. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Anything we forgot to touch on today? I think we had a heck of a show, and uh, we went way over today. Did but uh, I, I think we have so much to talk about. And I was yeah. late. I'll take some of the. <laughs> well, I, that means Did we didn't have the intro. Traffic? It took me two it and a half like, hours to yes, get here today. It took me over two hours. It, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of rain, and everyone forgets how to drive. So. It's, yeah, it's in act- Michigan. You know what? It was Look worth at your it, text. Though. That's what I said. People don't know how to drive in the rain. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it, and we're in Michigan where we quality. get snow, real snowstorms. I don't understand how that goes. But uh, all right, let's yeah. uh, let's call it. No, I appreciate it. It was nice meeting right. you. Well, and, again. Uh, again. Right. <laughs> I met you, but now I'm more official. Uh, all right. All right. But, uh, uh, if and always... thank you, Harley. I appreciate uh, oh, hell the invite yeah. to be on the show. Yeah, and, uh, no, awesome. Uh, very, very happy to have you. I think, uh, I think it's cool for people to see how much we have going on here in Michigan and how many people. Because I, I, I get that thing uh, – in LA now, my distributors, they're calling me the king of Michigan. And I'm like, do you understand that I was at AFM and ran into five filmmakers <laughs> from my little hood right down there? And they're all creating content. And, and I want people to know this is definitely not a, a one-man pony show. There's a lot of stuff going on here, a lot of good stuff uh, that's getting out. Uh, and, and, and we have great filmmakers. We have really good actors um, we, we, we have tons of talent here. And, and I'm willing to bet that the five of you knew each other and all get along and want to work together yes. and create something which is probably different from filmmakers from other LA. places. I will, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the funny thing is L.A. didn't used to be like that. They used to all help each other. And, and when the director was sick, the you know Coppola would, would go in and, and work for... Right. I mean, that's, it used to be completely different. And you'd think they were rivals. Uh, and it's funny because Sam, Sam Logan and, and, and I, he was like, I was there with Tanya and him, uh, uh, and we were sitting around talking. He's like, you know, everybody thinks we're like the world's biggest enemies, and we're here having a beer, having a good time. And, <laughs> and when somebody calls us up and says, what do you think about this distributor? We all, we all shoot the shit, and, and we all look out for each other. Right. Uh, and it doesn't mean that we're best friends or that we love all the ways that everybody does things. But but I think we're smart enough to look beyond these small details of of, of uh, people's ways. Uh, did you go see uh, Devil's Night? No, and me, we talked. Me and you touched base yeah. about it, you know. Yeah. And you filled me in um, on the premiere in, um, yeah. you know, at the uh, AFM. Yeah. Um, Sunday night. I'll be honest. Um, I was just want to chill, <laughs> and uh, it, it's I, I I've had so much going on. Yeah, you've weeks, been you busy. Know? Um. So I just needed a break, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, I thought about it. I was like, yeah. man, you know, and we know everybody there, yeah. all the people on the red carpet and everything, um, the actors to the, you know, to Sam. Yeah. 
and he does have a different way of filming. You know, yeah. everybody's got their own style, mm-hmm. and I am interested to see how it turned out. Mm-hmm. Uh, great DP on that one. Yeah, Ish. his son is very, very nice. Uh, Matt yeah. Cisco is another one, great sound yeah. guy. He's got some great – he had a great team together yeah, on he that did. film. Um, for a crew, um, one of the better ones in Michigan, I yeah. think, you know, I can say that. Mm-hmm. And I would love to use any of them, you know, for next film. Yeah. So. No, very, very cool. Uh well, let's uh, let's call it a day. Uh, here's Axis Harleywood. Rob Holland is here. Michael J. Alexander's here, and we just had Stephen Sadler earlier talking about his. Uh, isn't that cool? It, the stuff he's working wild. on. Yeah, yeah. I need to hook up with him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I watched part of it outside on the. Uh, he had it on the screen. Yeah. Uh, no, know, Stephen is developing a, a software uh, thing. Uh, I don't even know what to call it, but uh, but something that essentially uh, enables you to create movement with product um um and he's done this for disney and dreamworks and all kinds of things uh so he definitely knows what he's doing so and he's and he has that genius factor when it comes to uh i think of that matrix screen when i see him because it's just that's the kind (laughs) kind of guy he is techness is over my head oh yeah oh yeah i'm not there all right oh me neither but that's 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 why i'm I'm so higher that's why i'm so fascinated (laughs) and i'm lucky enough that uh uh paint creek is going to be a beta launch so we are going to be on the front line of this thing and and see how it moves when it comes to uh connecting with influencers and, and and getting your product um out and in, in, in front of more eyes uh so that's going to be a lot of cool things to see but yeah i had a fantastic show it's hard to hard to end it but we are an yeah. hour 21 into it so it's all right let's awesome. uh call it a day like the episode <laughs> right <laughs> all right have a good one good night